We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Dude, I listen, I know. Tawny Phil oh, here just we go. Off. Top Hat <laughs> Timmy holds that yeah. stupid rack. Oh, there's no sun that day, so therefore here's the predictive weather. Da, da, da. Get the hell out of and, here. And, and. This is Gresh and Fourier. Ten straight win for the Celtics here in Boston over Memphis. Tatum is now 13-0 all time against Memphis. Celtics are going to win this. They win it pretty easily tonight, 131-91. Andy Gresh. Marcus Smart, was, he was the fan favorite. Everybody knew that. You know, the way he played, you know, he wore his heart on his sleeve and Every night he he gave it his all, and uh, you know we have some very smart fans, right? And they, and they they saw that. It was just really cool to see. Happy for him. I'm surprised he didn't cry because you know that was that was special. Christian Fourier. Boston is definitely a second home for me. I can go on all day about everything that I've experienced here. We all know playing in this city isn't isn't the easiest. There's plenty of times where they let us know about it, especially me. So nothing like playing in this, this place and playing in this city and with these fans. Gresh and Fourier right now. Poxy Tawny Phil did Ooh. not see his shouter day. On W-E-E-I. Yeah, I oh, wish, I geez. wish, I wish Poxy Tawny Phlegm would uh, shatter, quite honestly. Man, that was me. Like, I was, that's how I was talking Saturday night when I went out to dinner with my wife. Like, holy cow, I was slurring my words. I couldn't put a sentence together. That was a great date. It was so bad that she had to drive home. It was one of those nights where it's like, hey, I should probably drive. I was like, no, I'm fine. Okay. Well, it takes you all, what, 45 seconds to uh, yeah, get I from know. Patriot Place to home. So. No, no, I went down in Providence, your neck of the woods. Oh, really? That's your great state of Rhode Island Oh, for are you sure it so wasn't some... Connecticut? You no, sure didn't no, go to Providence, it was Rhode Island. Connecticut? It, or... was, it was one of those uh, random farm to stand overly just you know uh you know descriptive restaurants you know you go to a restaurant and each meal has like a is like a paragraph of what the meal is this is made with fresh parsnip from uh, eastern connecticut on a farm made by joe and joanne was this a conscious choice you made to go to this place or yeah it was it was a a last second change the other reservations i made Got canceled, so I was like, "Let me just get do a quick search." And I found this random place. It looked wait, what? it looked good. What? Yeah, Your other reservations got canceled. Well, we had to cancel them. We had to cancel them because we had a basketball game. We weren't going to make it, so they got canceled because of the stupid kids. Um, and uh, therefore, I had to go. You know, last I had to go rogue and just find an emergency safety net restaurant. Sounds like uh, your uh, planning in this situation was uh, below par. No, no, my planning was actually excellent. It was beyond excellent. Uh, and the fact that I saved the day 
with a at by least finding some weird something. place to go. It to looked very art- have a nice spinach it, it, pie. It, no, it was way like when 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 people start frying a uh, quail. Like who fries quail? Where? Quail. I'm not even gonna give you the name of the restaurant. I'm not even. Gonna, it's like no, one of the worst places I've ever been I, to. I, just, I almost walked out. The food was so bad. Wow. But but it was bad in like a. It was bad in It was bad in a in like an arrogant way, right? Like look at look at our look at our description. We're we're gonna take a quail, which is the cheapest bird you can find. We're gonna dip it in buttermilk, fry it. And put some grits and some parsley and some green things around it and call it voila. This sounds like a com- it's chicken. I like fried chicken. This sounds like a complaint that Greg Hill would make. He thought he was going into a fried chicken place and found yeah. out that instead of delicious chicken, there's <laughs> all kinds of greens and leafy uh, things on the menu or whatnot. Yeah. So that was the highlight of my week. It was. Uh, see, uh, I think what you just described was the equivalent of last night's Celtics game, where. Hey, Over before it started? Hey, it looks good on the marquee, and then you kind of sit down and you start to dig in a little bit, and by the midway through the third quarter, you're like, all right, I've had enough. Let's get the hell out of here. It was uh, it was a game in which the Celtics should have won by 40, which is what they did in the end, but in the first half, it was uh, a little rough in terms of getting there. Really, last night's story was twofold. It was uh, Memphis coming in with eight players that were upright and apparently three of those guys are on 10-day contracts so Memphis Scotty Pippen's son was on the team I think so hell Larsa Pippen might have <laughs> yeah, played hell, been there I don't also, even know I don't know which son it was not the I'm, one that's dating Larsa Pippen though. I mean I'm surprised that the Grizz didn't call WEEI and be like hey you got a couple of the EEI all-stars laying around we need some bodies tonight so really Memphis was a sitting duck And then it was what was going to be the pomp and circumstance around the return of Marcus Smart. And Celtics did a very nice video for Marcus Smart, uh, but the guy couldn't play. His fingers are all jacked up, and you'd see him out there waving. It's like he got one digit busted, and everybody tried to, I think, do the right thing last night. Um, It's just kind of hard to get nostalgic about Marcus Smart when you're the best team in basketball record wise when you made an unbelievable great choice when you talk about like i know a lot of people miss him and they or they feel sorry for him and i don't miss him at all like he i would i would challenge you to give me a professional athlete in this city the the, the major teams that is as frustrating and as annoying as marcus smart forget about what he brings to the table and you can't tell me Grant Williams, okay? Because he would really be the most annoying. But someone at a higher level, when it comes to just pulling your hair out every time you watched him play, um, committing to being a Marcus Smart fan only to have him like completely crush your dreams, hoping that he doesn't shoot and then he makes it, hoping that he doesn't shoot then he misses it five times, like hoping that it's just all of it. The, the Marcus Smart experience Maybe it is most most definitely the top five. He is most frustrating, annoying professional athletes in Boston sports history. Yeah, I'll take great shots. I'm a great shooter. He doesn't agree or disagree. He, uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. Well, you he don't think he's frustrating and annoying? He doesn't, he doesn't bother me anywhere near the way he does you. I think there were times where we would selectively persecute Marcus Smart, namely. 
he would be the guy wide open to take a shot late in a game. And it's either Marcus missed it, therefore he shouldn't have shot it, so I'm going to put the blame on the coach or someone else. Or uh, you just uh, find ways to not really like Marcus Smart. By the time it rounded out in the end, uh, I had a lot of respect for Marcus Smart. I think the hard part was was that if we're going to be real about it, the guy who got there first actually had some maturity, actually tried to hold the people to some standards. Uh, who? Uh, Marcus Smart, by getting on the youngs when they oh were God. young, is, turned into the, oh, you should have just got out he's, of the way for these 18-year-olds oh and never Stop said it. a word. Oh, he's, he is the eye-rolling. Uh, he's the eye-roll king. He speaks up on his soapbox, you eye roll. He chirps, he preaches, you eye roll. I mean, he's not nearly as bad as Grant Williams, who is just the like, the worst bad yeah, guy in the history of a, bad yeah, guys. Yeah, but Grant Williams was annoying and couldn't back it up. The reason Tatum and Brown never bailed on Marcus Smart was because at the end of the day, he was the older brother. Oh, I got to hear it from Marcus today. But they respected it. Whereas you had uh, Jason Tatum sitting there going, I ain't calling that jackass Batman versus, yeah, you know what? Maybe we've had some battles with Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart was one of the few to try to stand up to the superstars but, over okay, there. But I'm going to call him Grant, not calling him no damn you're, Batman. You're, you're acting like... He Listen, was like, hold on, hold, hold on. Okay, so like the the initial question, like you can look at his career as far as is uh, defensive player of the year, made some big plays, tough sob. But there is something that I was such a yo yo with him as far as liking him and despising the hell out of him. And then I just came to the fact of well, like this is who he is. Um, for and I just have to take the 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 bad with the good. And I feel like that's what the Celtics were doing. They they were probably annoyed and irritated by it also because there was never any, like, it feels like it was always one level. And that's why I said, like, the, the eye roll king, that eventually I think most of the, I think a lot of at least the, the Jays got sick of hearing it. Like, the whole team meeting thing. He's the guy that holds the team meeting, mm -hmm. and he is the only one that talks. And he doesn't really say anything necessarily, you know, impactful. It's just he wants to hear himself speak. So you mean to tell me that Marcus Smart annoyed people in the bubble so bad that the only thing he had to do was call a team meeting, allegedly hog it, and then they're throwing chairs. And that Tatum yeah, and Brown he's a, didn't he's, say oh, he's so a team instead, meeting hog. Yeah. So he he's hogs a team the meeting. meeting yes. And it's Jason Tatum's <laughs> yeah. personality at 22 years old to grab a chair and throw it across the room instead uh, uh, the, of bickering again, with him like he was again, the, the, here the throwing truth. a chair. How dramatic do you have to be? What are, we, what are we, 12? What are you like a. No, Marcus Smart what never did that. Apparently the other ones did whenever they got into their big brouhaha down in the bubble. Let me give you two more guys that were. Way more annoying than okay. Uh, than well, that's that was the question. Way more annoying. First of all, Grant Williams. You no, I can't use Grant Williams. Of course, in the typical use, Christian Fourier, let me shape you well, to answer not, how he's I not, want. He's not like uh, you know here, big enough, good enough, and he wasn't here fine. long enough, impactful enough. He wasn't a starter. He barely came off the bench. Kyrie Irving. 
Done. Good. Good no. answer. Good so, answer. Uh, okay. Good answer. So in, give it, me another one. It, it, uh, oh, wait for the Celtics. Oh no, no, any any oh, sport, no, no. anyone. No, I can give you another Celtics give me one, real easy too. Tristan Thompson, guy was supposed to come here and be yeah. a piece to be able to melt together was, a championship he was team. Passing through. Yeah, yeah, passing yeah. Passing through. You know what he was passing pa- through. Yeah, you know he was passing through the condom factory. Is <laughs> what he was passing through that when was he was email. here. Stop it. Uh, well, okay, okay. No, like Kyrie, easily. Uh, Tristan Thompson was supposed uh, to come here and that help, day. and yeah, then ultimately didn't. He's another guy that was like literally just passing through town, and and was he was he uh, were you annoyed by him? But he wasn't here long enough to really leave a mark. So I won't allow that one. Hey, you know what? Somebody said Jalen Brown's more annoying than Marcus Smart. Again, we're just using basketball players. Give me somebody else in another sport. There should be lots of them, and and maybe annoying is the wrong word. Maybe it's just frustrating because. Of his game in general. Well, and throw was, Matt Jones on that list. Uh, then. Oh, absolutely. Good pick. I feel like he. People listen, hate Tuka Rask. He's a. Uh, um, I know, but why do they hate him? Because he didn't show up in the playoffs. That's because he had got he got mud well, butt. He got sick. Is that what whole, it was? Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, interesting happenstances there to Tuka that some people don't want to uh, some people don't want to cut him some slack for. Uh, look, I'm. Uh, you're all worked up on Marcus Smart and being no, annoying no, and da 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 and no, all this. Yo. I'm more worked up that uh, slap ass Ben McAdoo might be walking <laughs> through the door down at Gillette Stadium. With, what do you have a problem? Like you oh, are really ornery God. today. What is your no, problem what do you today? Mean, ornery you're today. mad at me? For you're like, like you're like oh Marcus, Marcus Smart is my is hero. One of the five most annoying people to breathe air. <laughs> no, I say <laughs> annoying was probably the wrong choice. It's definitely frustrating. Absolutely frustrating and, and annoying. I would go frustrating first, then annoying. If it were that bad with the Jays and Marcus, we would not hear stuff like this from Jason Tatum after the game talking about his guy, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Nick completely missed it because him and Billy were talking. That's oh. okay. We're up against it anyway. Six one seven 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 nine. We'll play when we come back. I we're throwing a sound because it's like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, uh, I was. I saw you in there yammering away, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, he's gonna miss this. And Talking real world it. issues in here. I know uh, the, the where Mar- uh, where Marcus Smart fits in the top five. I like it. I do like it. I got to say, Marcus Smart was polarizing. There's no doubt. I just have a lot of respect for the guy. Wow, well, I would never call him polarizing, but okay. What would your word then be? Frustrating, annoying. Oh, okay. I thought you walked one of those back already. No, but I, I put frustrating first. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's kind of more indicative of his personality. Oh, man. Bill Belichick <laughs> wasted money in the globe, not sending the message that he should have. We'll get to all oh, that. Oh, no. And uh, and it's a uh, truck day. Jazz hands Woo! it. Woo! Truck day. First day. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Marloni got them golf clubs up on that truck, hopefully. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Oh, yeah! Dan Roach is the only person excited the over only there. only one who gives a crap. Roach, he's standing there with his uh, old boxcar Willie out there with the uh, Red Sox and the, hey, it's Truck Day, everybody. For those of you who don't know Truck Day, oh, it is the time-honored tradition. And where, it goes on and on, where, whatever. Where the Boston Red Sox will load all of the equipment up north and drag it down to Fenway South. Now, this is a multi-billion dollar franchise. I don't know why. They just don't leave everything there. But nevertheless, the truck will be leaving soon enough. Steve Buckley will be hanging off of it for a period of time, then dropped off at his house, and then everyone will go on their merry way. It was there, <clears throat> honestly, because I never really paid attention to this. What, truck uh, day? It, was it actually a thing at some point in time when people like showed up and waved goodbye? You know, like in the, you know, in the beginning of the love boat, if you ever watched the old TV show, The Love Boat, remember? <laughs> I love you for making this reference. I, I, I love The Love Boat, the old TV show, right? Who doesn't and then whenever, love love? Whenever they like would take off from whatever port they originated from, they'd all sit on the balcony and they'd wave and they'd be like, bye, yep. bye. I feel like that's oh, what it used to be like oh, for the yeah. truck for it's truck day. It's time for some baseball, I'd say. Right, and everybody throws mm-hmm. confetti and poppers and look, hey, see you later. What, it's like the Titanic? Yeah, same thing. Everybody there's, waves. But now, now, just like the Titanic, the Red Sox season will, will probably... There is definitely uh, a group of olders, I would say, who would be uh, standing there kind of checking it out. Absolutely. Because there's no players. they just putting up... What is it? This Here's the whole no. list. The whole 20,400 baseballs will get into the truck. 1,100 bats. Why do they need that many bats? Why is there that many? But don't they all have their own bats, their own gloves? Like, why are they bringing so many well, helmets? 160 white them, game jerseys. Saves them money from uh, extra bag fees on a, on uh, American when they fly these people. I in. guess. I guess it's. <laughs> I guess it's a thing. It's just. It's just not a thing. It's just. Maybe it used to be like here. I'm legitimately getting excited because Truck Day is supposed to create some sort of emotion to get you excited about the upcoming season. Hey, good things are on their way. This is the this offseason with the Red Sox has been one of the worst, most boring offseasons that I can remember. It's been a debacle, and they have found a way to forget turn fans off, but alienate them. I know you and I didn't end up doing this on the air, but the athletic uh, gave their subscribers, Red Sox fans, this sort of survey to fill out, and like 4,000 people did. And apparently people are uh, none too thrilled. No, not very good. Not very good. <laughs> so uh, you wondered about truck days in the past, right? And yes, definitely there was uh, people standing there, you know, waving to the truck because they're pulling out. Goodbye. You know, goodbye. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. They've had those, but... Uh, I got one. Uh, I got something dated February eighth, twenty eleven. Jeez, Truck Day. Red Sox fans gather outside Fenway Park to celebrate the unofficial start to the season. 
And I think there's like a video linked in here of a couple of old codgers. I've been standing here since 1963. Every year. my 30th in a row. Never miss a truck day. No, it's not like they're selling hot dogs, not giving away t-shirts. It's not the, the big tall guy that run, runs around on stilts, right? Making balloons. Oh, I don't know if there's hats. any of that going on anymore. No, it's yeah. not. It should be a giving festival. Away. Giving away. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Bring right. money. Yeah, they're right. Go enjoy the Red Sox. Bring money. <laughs> That's a good point, too. Nobody's getting anything for free. That's what they need to do if they want people to show up. Oh, I, I listen. We say, I'm surprised it's not on some of these schools, like, you know, required field trip. Right, where like you go, you go see all the you know the Freedom Trail and Paul Revere's house and you know, Plymouth Rock and Plymouth Plantation. That's a big one. Oh yeah, and then then the stupid freaking Fenway Park. Hey, you know what, guys? Our educational field trip this year is going to be Truck Day. Awesome. What happens? Well, a couple dudes get into a truck and they drive off <laughs> after it's loaded up <laughs> yeah. by a bunch of people who yeah. will uh, either be in the back of the truck yeah. or uh, be in a small van following. <laughs> The, the giant rig all the way down to Florida. Billy, would uh, would uh, would ice cream sundays inside small batting helmets fix everything over there at Fenway? I mean, that-, that just fixes anything in life. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be about the baseball team. Just a nice little plastic helmet filled with ice cream will make anybody's day better. I, and usually I when, it, when people are like... You know, either playing crappy or they're looking for people to, you know, pay attention to them, they give away free stuff. How about, yeah, how, how, why can't I get, why can't there be free a, ice cream and, and a baseball, plastic baseball hat day? How about a spot on the roster? <laughs> Don't they need people? Isn't this one of those, like, old, you know, uh, troglodyte Eddie Andelman? Nah, we uh, <coughs> look for a uh, Patriots kicker. I will uh, <coughs> go to a <coughs> uh, Everett High School and uh, hold tryouts. <laughs> when are we doing that? Like, when are we doing the, <clears throat> uh, well, I go to uh, the Dedham uh, Little League field, and we'll uh, see who could throw 100, and you'll get a spot on the Red Sox. Set up one of those fastest pitch things. Yeah. You if you're the two fastest yeah. people, the fourth and fifth starters. This is, this is tailor-made is. for Hollywood right you now. Get a, you get uh, a turn in spring yeah. training. That's what yeah. it is. Hey, if you can hit 100 on the gun, we'll give you a spring training invite. See how you do. What the hell? What league were you in? California Penal. Great. The A's absolutely did do that, <laughs> that by the way. I mean, good grief. It feels like the uh it feels like the Red Sox need to. But as we learned on Friday, everything is gonna change <laughs> because uh taking you- the cheese, taking the cheese. Oh god, I, I eat know up all that Theo cheese. You you Gobble you have not changed your opinion since Friday because you are I r- am r- wrong. I don't know, you are I am. so wrong no. on this. I can't even begin to explain it. Like, just take the L and, like, admit you were r- r- wrong and move along. Listen, you were wrong. Sportico reported that he's going to be more on the business end. The locals, the locals are on the, well, you know, he's really here to help the baseball team. Do what? Do So if the report in Mass Live is 100% nailed, that Theo is here for, let's say, 70% baseball and 30% everything else. Boy, I'll tell you, that instills confidence in the guy they hired, Fourier. So you mean to tell me that this guy, uh, in your world, in my world, Theo Epstein is here to be able to quietly talk to people with money 
to figure out what the next move is going to be. And I know the mm. name Vince McMahon has been sullied the past couple of days, but you you know that like multi-billion dollar agreement where someone bought the UFC and the WWE? They didn't like hire someone and be like, well, we brought this person in for the express written consent of being able to cut this deal. You put these people in under the shroud of secrecy. Or I will walk down your road here, Christian Fourier. You mean to tell me that we went through a lot of sarcasm? You mean to tell me we went through an exercise of finding the next chief of baseball operations? Yep. And Craig Breslow is so feckless, so inability with all of his fancy multisyllabic words to be able to go in and connect to the guy who also thinks the same way with multisyllabic words connected to the billions of dollars that he's with, that I can't be able to sway him one way or another. And that you got to go get this guy, give him a job where it's, hey, we'll give you equity in FSG because you've clearly way outgrown doing anything but big league baseball because the guy we hired can't get the owner to move off his principles. By God, then what the hell are we doing here? Well, nobody said uh, dysfunction wasn't a big part of their DNA or uh, making uh, over... Uh, emphasizing certain positions or, you know, uh, having a backup plan. Theo is a baseball guy. He will be doing baseball things. That is where I will leave it. You have this grand, mm-hmm. wacky, mm-hmm. ignorant opinion. It's not ignorant. It's ignorant how it's done opinion. in the VC world. Okay, of like, you think like it's, he's some venture capitalist that's going to roll into some like, you know, uh, some conference room with all these charts and numbers and be like... We should put all our money on socks and bonds and all, you know, blah, 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 and bullion cubes. Yeah, because like, here's no. the thing. Let's, hold on. Wait a second. You can't you have think guy about it. at the top you, of the mask you, doing this you, stuff. You, 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 it's an having, having consultants, <clears throat> high-level consultants, reliable, um, approachable, um, and uh, that you are tied to. There's a connection between this franchise. And be honest with you, there's a connection between Breslow and Theo also. Theo hired Breslow. So and, 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 and multiple different times. So there right. is. So there's no animosity. I don't think Theo wants to run the show. But I think. And the other aspect of this is like you're right about Craig Breslow, right? You're gonna hire this guy, then you're gonna like neuter him and not let him make any decisions and assume that he can't convince John Henry. Well, High and Bloom couldn't. High and Bloom, whether he tried or he he couldn't convince John Henry to spend money on certain players. So here comes Craig Breslow, mm. and then and then uh, you hire this guy. And uh, yes or no, nobody really wanted this GM job. Do you, how many different people did they have to go through before they finally ended up on one guy who would take the job? Is sure, that pretty sure, much correct? Sure as hell looks like there were not people lining up okay. for this gig. Absolutely. Okay. So and then the the other aspect is it doesn't seem like ownership is really emotionally invested as much as they used to be. True or false? Uh, it's interesting that ownership, or at least that there was a source that said that. I'm going to assume that Sam Kennedy will be pushing back on. Well, he'll that call you a liar. Way. He'll call you yeah, a liar if you I say would, no. I would, I would, I would. I, I, that one might be up in the air a little bit. And was based it in their was, mind? And was it not reported that if, uh, guys that got things done with John Henry were guys that literally had to go in there and convince him and slam their fist on the desk, saying, "You need to hire this guy." Like, Dave Dombrowski is the extreme. Uh, Theo was probably the originator, but he still had to do it. Haim couldn't do it. Do you think, well, do you think Haim Bloom had to kick and scream to uh, sign Trevor Story 
Do you think Heim Bloom had to go in and kick and scream to get Raphael Devers signed? What, because what, what those was, were what big was Heim under Heim. What was Heim Bloom's blind spot when you think about... He didn't want to trade prospects. Didn't want to trade prospects, and he could not pull the trigger at the trade deadline. Uh-huh. He just wouldn't do it. And to me... But he got John Henry to spend on two guys. Which guys? A story in freaking Devers. Uh, Oh, that was that was that was Devers was a no brainer, and you were losing. Uh, we're talking like uh, you. That's the that's the best he could do. Devers, who was obviously going to be here, Story, who was obviously a replacement for Bogarts when they knew he was leaving. So that's just smart business. And, that's and, not doing something. And, you have to do something that's uncomfortable, do you not? And now, and and now we allegedly allegedly have Theo coming in to be able to push Sean Henry because the guy in the role can't do it. You well, had to convince him. That this was the right thing, but if you did, he'd do it. Who was that again? Zach Scott, That's former a, assistant GM. I don't understand like why you think that it makes no sense to bring a baseball guy into a baseball organization and not have him be at least, you know, eighty percent baseball related. In, in 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 whatever capacity you want, I don't understand why you why would they bring Theo Epstein Mm-hmm. And just say, you know what? Um, help us out with uh, the the Penguins. Help us out with Liverpool. Hey, what should we do with our ticket options? Hey, what? Do, how much money should we spend on this guy? It makes absolutely no sense. The dumb thing is to bring him in and not have him help you with baseball. That's the that would be the stupid thing. I've never said he wouldn't be helping with baseball. The difference is you think he's here grading AAA lefties. No, no, no. Not, never said that. You know what he's doing? Nope. He's grading the investment possibilities of either of people what? coming in Players? to the organization. No. Again, Theo is not doing stuff on the field. Okay. He's not he's going gonna, to be coaching up uh, how you should no. tag off. Or you know how you should throw no, a no, but he's fastball. also but he's also not going to be the guy to call Breslow and go, boy, I saw this guy double A down in Chula Vista oh, in the that, Angels and that, organization. And that's where I think you're no, wrong. You know what? That's it, where I think you know you're what wrong. Theo Epstein is doing. What is Again, he doing? Again, I go to the Sportico part of this. There's no way they brought this guy in and gave him ownership in FSG to then figure out which lefty is going to come out for two outs in the eighth inning for the Red Sox. Here's where Theo has ties. Venture capital money. Oh, jeez. It's its whole world. You and this venture cap. He's not a venture capitalist. No, he he's a isn't. baseball nerd. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to be right. And again, whining and dining venture follow, capitalist. Follow along. Number one, he knows those people and understands that world as evidenced by what he did with the Cubs. Number two, he understands the front office of big league baseball. He's been working there for two or three years. Because what do you have to do if you're potentially going to maybe look to sell your team? You got to make sure the other owners and that everybody in the commissioner's office is going to be on board. Now, I would dare ask you this, Christian. See, that, that's a more intriguing you, angle than, you, than than the whole who would you BC rather part. Who would you rather trust to get that done? John Henry to work on the rest of the owners? Or somebody else like Theo who can stand in front of a room and not melt when they give him a microphone. And then you number- think John Henry would melt in front of other owners? Oh yes. Based trying, on what? Trying to trying to well first I mean, of all he's a he's a business he's a successful businessman. You don't think he's ever spoken in front of a, a boardroom before? Uh judging by what I've seen, I would have to have some real questions about I know, that. But talking to the fans is one thing. Having like a multi 
billion dollar conversation about acquisitions and mergers, yeah, I think, is another and, thing. And I'm on this sale thing because all the numbers add up and you want to keep the owner out of it as much as possible. This to me is because Sam Kennedy can still be the guy who, yes, yeah, president of the Red Sox, who still has the heavy hand in FSG. To me, this is a search and destroy mission that I think Theo Epstein is in here for. If Craig Breslow calls him, they're buddies. Of course, he's going to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm thinking about this or that. Can I run something by you? And Theo automatically goes to the baseball knowledge that's in his brain. But if you look at what Theo Epstein has done business-wise the last seven to ten years, he set himself up to be in a spot like this. And then extrapolating my thoughts on it if you're theo then you're the point guy for a new owner coming in if henry does say flip the red Sox or something like that you're the guy then left behind with all the knowledge theo epstein is in an ultimate power position either folks like you have taken the cheese on oh he's here to help the red Sox, or this guy Isn't is in that here what to you do just the business, helping the Red Sox, helping sell the Red okay, Sox so, versus so go, build the Red go, Sox. Two very different things. Well, I think they're one and the same, to be honest with you, because I don't think you, I don't think you'd have him in the building and not help, and him not helping you build the team, co-sign on deals, give advice, talk to ownership, talk to other GMs. Um, back channel certain potential prospects, free agents. Why would players. he want to do that? Because I think baseball guys want to do baseball things. And these are all baseball things. Do I think he could be um, somewhat involved as a buffer eventually when your grand scheme, which I still think is the most likely scenario in the big big picture of things? But no, 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 no. No, no, but that has nothing to do with Theo. I think you originally said this, I don't know, three weeks ago about selling the team. And I think there's more truth to that than anything. But that's a sidebar. That's a sidebar, but I think that when it comes to Theo, and whether they're telling people the truth, maybe they're trying to hide what he's really here for. Yeah, you're hoodwinked. Okay, and but I would say, but I would say no. Baseball guys, their nature is to do baseball things. Can he be uh, part of a bigger picture play? Of course, of course he can. But in the meantime, I think eighty percent of his time is on this franchise, the popularity of it, its perceptions, its growth. It's management and it's overall like, you know, success. Your thoughts on Theo <laughs> at 617-779-7937. We gave you a lot there yeah, to uh to uh think about. You I just think yet? Theo Theo's taking steps up. This is a step backwards if all he's doing is here to ping dingling around about middle relievers. That's all I'm saying. Every step the guy's taken is built towards something. This would be well, why you didn't you just take Breslow's job? That's it's making it sound like because you want the power without the title. Most in some of these franchises, some of the guys that 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 run run around uh, like uh, what is it? Uh, not Goodfellas, uh, Casino. Yeah, Sam mm. Rothstein. He did. He had lots of titles, food and beverage. He was still running Vegas. Where it makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I, I think Theo likes money. Well, he's, he's got plenty he's of it. He's followed it. No. what he likes is more money. They never, yeah. You know what I'm sure he'd love to do? You want him down on the farm evaluating pitchers. No. You know what he, he wants to do? He doesn't need to do that. He has people for that. He wants to own a team. And the way to get there is by doing something like this where you're not worrying about the fifth inning right-handed pitcher. 
It's more about, hey, what billionaire am I going to be able to bring to the dance who's going to want to pump a bunch of money into this thing and then I get more power? I'm just saying. I think you're speaking for yourself. Oh, God, no. Listen, if I could do it, I'd <laughs> I be. I wouldn't speak, be doing this, this is your imagination. This is your imagination. I, I, just, I just think you can see it. I just think you can see there it may from be, a mile listen, away. There may be a bigger play here. I'm not going to completely kill your dream. I don't think Theo Epstein is stuck in I'm just a baseball guy mode. I think his I think his. No, it's more involved than that. Are, are, are much more uh, than that. Uh, well, why don't we uh, hang with some of the dregs of society? Let's go to Twitter or X. Scratch Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter because Fourier reacted to something about the death of the Patriots dynasty and the comment section took over. We'll get to all that next. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app and take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. We are going to have to get to the uh, the Taylor Swift Themed but not Taylor related props for the Super Bowl. Like with the whole uh, you know, song or album 22, either one. Will the Chiefs score 22 points in the first quarter of the Super Bowl? You know, that kind of stuff. But there are some real football bets that uh, we will have to uh, get to. Of course, it is uh, Super Bowl week, it will be played in Las Vegas. And, uh, well, for the Patriots, I don't know. Some might say that the dynasty ended in Vegas when Jacoby Myers threw up all over himself and laddered the ball backwards and mm. Mac Jones had the terrible tackle. But uh, a tweet from Andrew Callahan of the Herald caught your eye over the weekend. Yeah, so yet. over the weekend, it says uh, 22 years ago today, a dynasty was born. And, of course, it's uh, it's all the highlights of, of the Patriots beating the Rams, you know, is specifically the Ty Law interception in the second quarter with like eight minutes and 50 seconds left. And all I wrote was, if this was the day it was born, which I think most people could probably, maybe people looked at a snowball, that's what it was born. But really, beating the Rams had to be, right, when it was officially born, right, the dynasty started because it had to beat start, the Rams. It had to start with a win. Yeah, so, yes, right? it would begin with Super Bowl 36. Okay, yes. so, and I'll ask you guys, okay, because I'm curious because this did get a lot of responses. I want to read some of them. If this is the day it was born, when did it officially die? What does the death certificate say? Like, what's the date and what's the game? What's the setup? What's the plan? Do you have a an idea of when, when you... Because I remember, based on some of the comments that I got, Yeah, I remember going, yeah, that's when I thought it officially ended. For for me, this thing ended the that Thursday that Bill left... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going straight to, like, yeah, the, like I, the I, real, real ending. That's when they basically closed up shop, but they were really dead before he even left town. Uh, That's I my mean, opinion. I mean, some would say that. Look, the, the Matt Patricia thing definitely is a line of demarcation There's one for when some they people. Hired Matt, Matt Patricia. I, think there, I think there might be that Raiders game was uh, maybe, or, or for some they might say that, you know, when Matt got benched, because then you realize that whatever plan Bill had set up going back to 2021 wasn't going to work. But no, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time just being like, well, when Brady left, that that's revisionist history. We knew that it was going to be rough, and then he, here comes COVID and all that, no. and the next thing you know, you're back in the playoffs in 2021. And okay. you're thinking, oh, okay, maybe this thing can kind of hang on. So that's why I am of the, 
when when Bill was out the door. Okay, so here's here's a couple. You tell me if you Ooh, agree. Okay. All right. Uh, when did it die? What does the death certificate say on the Patriots dynasty? Andy Hart, March seventeenth, twenty twenty. Oh, of course, Hart would be the first one in there because it's negative. Well, that was when Brady left. How about when Brady started tampering with the Dolphins? Can we do that one? Wait, wait, but what was March? What is March 17th, 2020? That must have been when he officially signed Yeah, it must Tampa. have been. Okay, uh, here's one. Logan Ryan pick six uh, on Brady's it's, final it's pass. It's so funny that 207 just sent that in death date. Pick six to Logan Ryan yeah, in that Tennessee Here's game. another one. 2019 wild card game against Tennessee. Figure that one's the end. Here's another one. Just pick, uh, a picture of Logan Ryan. Um... December 9th, 2018, Dolphins walk off in week 17, which is stupid because they won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's a terrible one. Um, Any funny ones in there? You know, like... uh, Oh, here's one. How about this one? Okay. Chiefs, again, Chiefs 2019 when the refs ruled Nikhil Harry out of bounds. I'll tell you, that's a forgotten play in Patriots history because it's connected to Nikhil Harry. Like, if it were... uh, if it were uh, David Patton falling out of bounds in Buffalo, yeah. then that that play would be uh, much more remembered and talked about as a screw job by the refs. And I'm assuming January 10th, 2024 is when Bill and the Patriots officially I parted believe, ways, right? Yeah, I think that was the... Brady's uh, final pick is getting a lot of uh, of play here. Uh, pick six against the, the Titans. Um, how about... Uh, no, um... Yeah, most of them, the day Brady tweeted he was leaving the Patriots, uh, Brady picked six against, yep. I'm telling you what, for me, yeah, well, that, for you. That, that is when I officially was like, holy crap, he ain't coming back, it's over. I didn't need to wait for him to announce that he was leaving. That, to me, was an obvious sign that the dynasty was officially over. Mm-hmm. Like, that pick six against Logan Ryan when you kind of knew, like, what? Because wasn't that year pretty good? That was like it was like the most miserable eight and two yeah, that was, team no, in the uh, history. Brady was eight no, and it was like the whole I'm the most miserable, you know, guy going basically. How about the most uh, miserable record. eight and o, eight and o quarterback ever? Is I think what he said to Collinsworth maybe. Jesus, how about this one? The dynasty began when uh, uh, Mo Lewis hit Drew. It died in 2019, the day Kraft got arrested for that massage parlor incident. Oh, my God. The death certificate says, unhappy ending. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, there you go. Uh, Uh, Yeah, your thoughts on the uh, death of the, the, uh, what does the death certificate say on the death of the dynasty? And it says, like, a lot of people using that Nikhil Harry, some people say, hey, you got three choices. Nikhil Harry, uh, not a TD, which is sneaky interesting. Lost to the Dolphins, stupid, because they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that and one. And then the loss to the out. Titans. Yeah. And then, then then the last ones, once they let Bill Belichick go, I guess would officially be what the death certificate says. Oh, yeah. That would be the official death certificate. Because now all the silos are knocked down yeah. and it's hugs everywhere. So are we in, are we, like, is this the rebirth? Is this the official rebirth? Or are we going to yeah. wait for the draft? I feel like we need to wait for the draft. Yeah, we'll, we'll there's see. There's a play. I think there's, uh, I think there's a long way to go to see uh, when this baby is is uh, going to be born. I wonder if now, do you think that, like, at church, 
You know, like when you, you go to church and it would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, give devotion to the people beside you. A little hug and a oh, handshake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah peace be with you. Since it's a new era down there at Gillette, will there be like a stop at the end of the first quarter? Attention, everyone. In the newer, kinder, gentler ways of the New England Patriots, we're now going to say peace to you. Turn and grab the hand or a heart or a hug of a person behind you. Here we go. And everybody does the big hug or handshake or whatever. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that you. anymore. Uh, you're not, we're not, yeah, oh, you're not allowed to do they that? Don't, people don't like being touched even in church. But it's a new era, yeah. though, right? It's going to be weird. I don't know how you, people are going to respond to that. Can you nod and just, you know. You kind of like, I think a, a stern. Can like, I give a nod, a head nod? and uh, I see. Uh, that's I see right. with you. I give you thanks. I didn't know if that's going to be a part of the new uh, deal. <laughs> it probably or, is. Uh, or not. Uh, speaking of Bill Belichick, he uh, he said goodbye in his own way and got offered a job. We will get to all that, including, uh, well, the latest on Junior Belichick as well next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.